0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure what you do on this one. Um how so? Well, you know, it's just one of those things where uh hey, let's be whimsical. Let's <laughs> I have know. A good
1: time. I'm trying. There's a
0: there's a lot that is is you know, good going on, but um I mean, we just got to be honest about everything that's
1: happening. I mean, I mean, the world is quite literally on fire. It's literally fire, burning right? now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: they did it did find a way to, you know, one up it. That is something that I guess I should expect at this point. But I know. Nonetheless, it's why does like, it
1: still surprise us? At it's this like point? literally
0: burn it down. All mm-hmm. right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibble. here with Still Stillin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for uh, doing that. I think I probably repeated myself there, but nonetheless, thanks. Um, we uh, we've got. You know, things we're going to talk about today, but this is going to be one of those shows where we just have to be real for a few minutes and talk about what's happening here. Now, as you know, we're here in Portland, Oregon. That's where we broadcast from and the state of Oregon. Uh, By the way, it is uh, Wednesday, September 9th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse, and we've reached the burning phase. So I know California has already been there, and we've had some other – there's some other places where wildfires have been happening, but Oregon – Um, Right now, the governor of Oregon just declared an entire state, the entire state's under a state of emergency uh, because of fires. I can say living here my entire life, I don't recall that ever happening. Um, It was said that this is like a once in a 30-year thing that's going on. So if you're listening to this later on, this is where we're at right now. And uh, once in a 30-year, like, perfect recipe for complete disaster when it comes to wildfires. Wildfires, you, you know, We've dealt we deal with them every summer here.
1: Yeah, and we you know, had like you know some bad ones a few years back with the Eagle Creek fires and.
0: Yeah, and that's just here in Portland. I mean, yeah. I mean all over the state, they happen every summer. But this is a confluence, and I guess to talk to anybody who's not out in this area and, and knowing what's going on, um, there's the I five corridor which cu- cuts north to south throughout the through the entire state through the Willamette Valley through Portland through all of that, and essentially, the entire, uh, well more than this but the entire east side of that is on fire i mean it's uh, that may be an exaggeration but it's it really is a lot of fires going all at once and they're huge um that's happening right now and there's uh, portland we've had a lot of smoke rolling in but nothing like the about 25 miles south of here or pretty much in any direction uh there it's there are people being evacuated there are people losing their homes. There are people that
1: we know who have lost their home and that, and other people know, Yeah, you know, that that you might be listening to this and you know, somebody, or it might've happened to you. I mean, this is, this isn't just some far off thing. Like it's happening now and it's happening, you know, to people whose lives are completely affected by it. It's just, it's crazy. Uh,
0: I mean, there's a few things to talk about with it. Like one, you know, just on, on the personal level, which is minuscule compared to what, and I want to talk about what everybody's going through, but on the, on the small side, you know, it's just this year, man, this year. And one of the things that if you've been listening to the show, one of the ways that I and Sarah have found ways to escape, not not escape, but just, you know, to try to stay somewhat mentally sane, which is hard for all of us with the myriad different things that are going on, is to go out into the woods. And uh, it's something that we're fortunate to have here. And we have that ability. So we're very lucky in that aspect. And I, I, I know that. And I never want to take that for granted. Uh, but... Um, the, a lot of the places that we visited over this last summer, um, are on fire. Yeah. And including one of my, two of my favorite places that I've ever gone in my life that I go to one, the, the area east of Salem, Oregon, where Opal Creek, and that's where I pretty much grew up camping. Um, it's one of my favorite places of all time to go. And I haven't been able to visit in the last few years. Uh, that's, uh, that whole area is probably gone. Um, probably burned. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean things won't recover sometime, but burned, and more importantly, the cities, entire cities are gone. And then the other area is um, that that I, that I like to go to is you know east of Estacada, and there's a lot up in there, and that also is burning right now. Um, a place, I you know, I don't know how far spread it is, but it's the places where we were just Sarah, like a couple of weeks ago, just literally you
1: know, staying there. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so they've they've shut off all the forests, and and like I said, that's. That's a small. That's a just a. Yeah. That's just a personal thing where I've, it's it's very sad, um, but it's not the end of the you know.
1: I will say so. We went uh, camping this weekend with a few friends, and we left Monday morning, so that's two days ago from now, and that was kind of when everything was starting. And from Sunday, uh, going to sleep, and the sky was clear to Monday, waking up, and you could just. I mean, because we're kind of close to the peak of Mount Hood, like we're um, we were kind of in the mountains. At a lake, and you could just see the difference. And we're like, we need to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the wind shifted, and it's kind of what happened. And it, it shifted the smoke from a fire on the east side of Mount Hood that's been burning for a while, the White River fire, and shifted that smoke to blow all into basically east of there into Portland, so um, which was big on its own. But because of this windstorm that we had, it compounded by knocking tree limbs down, and it's extremely dry here, and so it lit. The, just the the trees going down and electricity and lightning sparked a number of fires that just pretty much overnight over the last two days have just blown up i mean quite quite literally basically blown up and i don't know how much is coming through right now you can't might be able to hear the wind but it's um a windstorm and it's the worst possible thing that you could have combined. yeah
1: it's the worst mix yeah. So we're trying to stay optimistic. I will tell you, I was in tears before this show. Not gonna lie. Also, uh, on the coast, uh, my friend who lives in Lincoln City, there's a, um, a bunch of structures on fire in Lincoln City, and that's where I grew up, going to with my family. Me too. You know, and it's it's yep. just a lot. It yeah. is a lot to process. So,
0: so the the state really is on fire right now, and it's and that's the thing. Yeah, even the coast is of Oregon is burning, and uh, you've probably seen if you haven't seen them. There's some really apoc- apocalyptic videos out there of just dark red skies you know it really does look like the apocalypse and uh, my parents they're safe um but they're down there in the middle of you know a, a lot of where it's near where it's burning not not near enough to to worry right now thankfully um but they're uh, it, it's just crazy what it looks like down there i mean it looks all fake it looks all photoshopped and i'm telling you it's not photoshopped and i know we have a lot of listeners that are in that area to and even on down to Medford, Oregon, where things, cities are are burning. The the, the um, talent in Phoenix, Oregon. Um, from what I understand, they may not even be there anymore, and they're 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 cities. Uh, so I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to be like completely down, but I mean just it's one of these times where we just have to be real and. I mean, what's it going is
1: on. it is happening. So
0: yeah, and in, we're in the middle of it right now.
1: I will tell you, yesterday I was driving uh, to meet up with a coworker of mine, and I was meeting out at. um for a meeting in happy valley and when i was driving down 205 which is one of the um you know highways here in oregon i was driving and all of a sudden i saw this fire truck and of course i stopped because it was going next to me and then i looked to the side of 205 it was on the west side like right near um if you're familiar where like foster road is and the entire side of the highway was on fire yeah i've never seen that it was yeah. it was fucking bizarre and i'm like okay so you think that it's just yeah i was just cruising down and all of a sudden there's a fire truck pulling up and I look and it's all, it's on fire just, I'm driving by it, so.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that is all, these are all things that are happening right now. And, um.
1: So if we can do anything for you, if you're being affected by it, I mean, please. Well,
0: I want to talk about that too. Yeah, just of course. A minute, because, I mean, that's that's one thing. Well, no, no, I know. Yeah. I just don't, I, I wanted to, I just want to talk Well,
1: about this it. is something personal to you too.
0: It is. Because, um, you know there's a lot of people that are losing their homes and losing everything they own and lives are being affected and you know hopefully everybody's safe and you know ultimately it's just things and things can be replaced but it's fucking horrible you know it's it's just straight up awful to have to 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 lose anything and i've i've been through a fire you know if you're a long time listener you know that i i went through it i was in my early 20s when it happened and i lost my my apartment burned down and i lost um you know, I lost I lost everything I owned except for my vehicle and the clothes that were on my back. That's about the only thing that I recovered. I was able to recover my pictures, which was just such a random thing. And like a couple of things that I had moved into a separate part of the apartment before the fire burned it all. But, uh, but yeah, I lost all my clothes, my computer, my bikes, my memorabilia, my band stuff. You know, I lost everything. And again, I was in my 20s. So it's not like I had that much stuff. Mm-hmm. You can recover. You know, you get back. But at that time i had a lot of i was very fortunate to have a lot of people in my life that helped me out i mean it's very traumatic to go through that and and to i mean i you know even putting myself back into that mind frame it's it's awful oh yeah. it's it's horrible seeing it's it's horrible and um and I know for a lot of people that's what they're going through you know right now is they're losing everything and this is happening and it's not with the, unfortunately with the weather it's they're having a hard time getting control of it and um. Yeah, it's just it, it's it is very personal. Well, that to me probably on a, gives a you a little of bit ways. of PTSD. I mean, uh, I I don't know. If I P- mean, like PTSD is the right word, but yeah, I mean, it brings back those memories. I mean, it's that's it's yes, awful. that's
1: the definition. It brings back the memories. It makes you relive them, and in turn, it make, just makes you internalize and make it yeah. feel even that much more awful.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's to know that you. Yeah, I mean. To to realize that you don't have like, like you can't even go change your clothes. Yeah. Because you don't have any clothes. You don't have any other shoes. You don't have, you don't have that. I mean, I I was not there. Nobody was hurt, um, in the fire. And so that's all the the very good things. But it doesn't make anything less. You know, I want to keep putting these stamps on, but I know there's you know there's always worse. There's always this, but it's it doesn't change it. Just because know? there's always
1: worse doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't your mean situation wasn't bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: And one of the things that, um, you know, at that time. I didn't have much money, you know, and, uh, the red cross is actually who helped me out when that happened. And they, they were there, they showed up. Um, I can't even remember how we got in contact with them. Uh, maybe I called them, maybe a friend did. I, I don't remember, but I met with them that night. They cut me a check for like, I don't know, like 200 bucks. And it was good to go to like, uh, Fred Meyers or wherever. And I went and bought some some clothes, you know, some underwear and a pair of shoes, you know, and some pants cause I didn't have anything. And they, they helped help me that night. They offered me a place to stay if I needed a place. Fortunately, I didn't. Um, and they would have put that up and it's just that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it, it means everything when you're going through that to not have to, to at least take that one little thing off of your worry. You have so many different things going on. And so that's why I posted earlier today. Like if any, you know, if somebody needs a meal, or you know, you need to buy some shirts or something, write me, and I'll, you know, I'll do whatever I can to help to help that, and and uh, just to provide, you know, pay forward what, what was given to me. Um, I donated to the Red Cross this morning too. There's the Red Cross Cascades that are that are doing a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know the it's really hard for for all this and oh, yeah. it's just i think this is really i mean just like everything this year you know there's just so many things it's but just... this re- this is just so near and it doesn't make it any difference than anybody else but um if you're out there and yeah you you are one of those people you know let us know um uh according to saying so what you're saying is we got to evac- evacuated all four of us can come stay at your house if you got nowhere else to go yes you can It'll be a very tight, packed house, and they're redoing <laughs> my plumbing right now, so there's no water. So it may not be the most pleasant experience for you. My, they, are, they started working on the plumb, plumbing today, so there's no water during the day. Um, That's
1: good, though. At least you're getting but, the plumbing done. Getting
0: the plumbing done, yeah. But uh, you know, that was even delayed uh, a day because uh, the guy who's doing my plumbing, his his house was near where it happened, and he was affected by the windstorm. So, um, so yeah. But uh, you know, whatever I can, if there's anything yeah. I can do. But also, you know, there's certainly organizations that can do a lot more. That's the things like the Red Cross. And I, saw, I posted something on Twitter just asking people to give recommendations. And a lot of people are saying that because uh, they're also helping out all those firefighters that are, that are battling that. And, and that's, you know, I, I can't say thank you enough to all of them. That's a very, very dangerous job oh, yeah. that they're all doing right now. I mean, and they're probably not getting any sleep. And they're, they're putting their lives on the line food, to
1: try and help other people.
0: Putting their lives on the yeah. line to try to control this. I mean, they got to be overwhelmed. You got the National Guard out there. You got all these fire departments and sheriff's offices and everybody who's who's out there doing that. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's like I said. Normally we're we're whimsical on this show, but that's just where we're at. I just I felt like I had to say something. Like yeah. just, just about it. And it's you know it's affecting me mentally.
1: I I bet it is. <laughs> No, I know I have a lot of people. I just keep refreshing, and I'm, I'm going to say behind the scenes, this is what I'm doing. They have a live map of Clackamas County where it's the uh, level one be ready, level level two be set, and level three get the fuck out. Basically, yeah. And it's terrifying to watch it creeping because yeah, it's as it just grows. as mm-hmm. it grows. Because yeah. you know I've, you know we all have friends that live in Clackamas County. And to see them like saying we're packing our shit and leaving is just yeah crazy.
0: And, and this is happening you know this is just what we're talking about here you know locally in oregon this is happening from washington down to california california has been dealing with it for even longer than we have and there's a lot of people that have lost their homes there and uh yeah it's you know it's it's scary stuff we- um but bottom line is there are people out there who are helping as always there are good people who are trying to fight the fire trying to help the pe- people who are who are being you know displaced or their places they're And all we can do, I mean, we just
1: have to let the people who can do their jobs, let them do their jobs and just be prepared for what has to happen. Like, if something is going to happen, just, you know, just listen to the people who know what they're talking about. I'm just reminding myself, I'm not, like, telling anybody this, but I mean, just, like, also, just, you know, listen to the people who know what's going on. And you can't, we can't really control it unless, like, you know, if you're going to be, just be responsible, clearly. Well, don't set fires. Don't Uh, (laughs) set fires, yes. Number one.
0: But, yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of this that (sighs) it's just a confluence of a bunch of things. And it's just, that's what it is. So, um, Mike says good
1: day for an earthquake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought I was expecting the big one before, you know, the burning.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's what's going on. So I guess that's, that's all. That's just what I wanted to say is, um, yeah. You know, the, the forest will recover. It's a shame and it's awful um but it'll grow back Mm -hmm. you know that'll come back uh but the structures can come back too but it's just i want everybody to be safe and you know for those people who are who are dealing with that that's anything anything you can do to help or direct to people who people who can't help so that's that's
1: all awesome yeah I don't know what to say after this.
0: Uh, no, it, um let's do you have some world of crazy? I can
1: go into world of crazy after that?
0: Um I would I would <laughs> do you appreciate want me to go some into, world of crazy. Okay,
1: I can go into world of crazy. All right. So one Something of our responsibilities that I think is we want to try and make you forget for a minute about all the horrible <laughs> shit that's happening. So I did find some stories. So, I mean, it's not tacky for me to do this, is it? That's no. what I always that's what I always worry about with this stuff is because like if I'm posting something whimsical, like I never want to see it disrespectful to somebody else's hard times.
0: Uh, yeah. And sorry, I'm, I'm so just muting this because I was getting notifications. about other stuff. Oh, that's fine. Yeah.
1: No, I just want to make sure that it's not disrespectful because um, I don't. I'm
0: asking you that I I would appreciate it.
1: Okay. I have some.
0: Yes. Let's listen to something. something silly.
1: All right. As Mike
0: says, God forbid this show turns tacky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have the stamp of classiness. Also, I want to revisit something that I posted on my Facebook page earlier today because I swear I want to meet people who can go through their entire, not even lives, just a day without cutting or maiming themselves in some way. (laughs)
0: Because that's what you do.
1: I have not... (laughs) I don't know what it is, but even if I'm doing the most mundane of tasks, I end up hurting myself. Like not like Greg Blur level hurting myself, yeah, yeah. but I am covered in scratches and bruises. And this isn't even like a drunk thing. This is just day to day doing regular things. Like, for example, today, when I was walking back from the girl, like I went for my old lady power walk because that's what relaxes me. And then I went to the grocery store and I got all my groceries and I was walking back from the store and I'm carrying my bag and all of a sudden I... I feel this like slice on the side of my leg and I look and my bag has broken on the side and some piece of plastic has just sliced up the side of my leg. Nice. The day before it was me like putting away my silverware and I don't know if I was doing it too frantically. I thought it was fine. I was just like put it in. The top of my drawer took a chunk out of my finger. I'm like I got my leg pinched between a chair and the table. Oh man. I'm just and this is everyday stuff and I'm not being (laughs) but I see all these people with their perfect skin and they're not you know Scratched up hands. I mean, look, I have like cuts on my thumbs. I don't even know how I get these things. Yeah. Like paper cuts. Mm-hmm. I get them all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, so I'm just covered in bruises and cuts.
0: Well, that's a serious I just story. want to know the story. secret
1: to people who can actually I don't like know. avoid doing. That. I don't think that's our world. It's not our world. No. But I want to know like how the how the non, you know, scraped up people <laughs> live their lives. <laughs> I want your tips. Your tips and Send tricks. Send your tips and tricks. Okay ha! Hello my friends. My name is Sarah X Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Alright. First up, distraction number one. Anheuser Busch has created a non alcoholic beer for dogs called Dog Brew.
0: A non alcoholic beer for dogs? Like what yes. number one? So
1: mm-hmm. there's been lots of places like um that are like boutique beer places and stuff that have made, you know, beer for dogs. Um, but this one, uh, is called dog brew. So, uh, and Hansler Bush uh, created this, but they have sold out of it. So they're, they're going to be restocking it, but they've sold out of their latest offering, which is called dog brew that contains no alcohol and is designed to be enjoyed by man's best friend. Do you know who would totally buy this?
0: Yeah. Chris. Uh, yeah, I do. But, um, the thing is, what does the dog get out of it? Does it actually just taste like beer? Well, aren't you just training the dog to just drink alcohol?
1: No, well, it doesn't taste. It's called dog brew, but it doesn't necessarily taste like beer. Oh, so it's something that they make for the dog.
0: What is it? Does it have a flavor to
1: it? The brewing company says dog brew is a bone broth made from pork, corn, celery, mint, turmeric. Is it turmeric? How do you? I've never turmeric turmeric and ginger. Mm. Ingredients designed to appeal to the tastes and nutritional needs of dogs. Uh, so the company says, bone broth is a great way for dogs who struggle to eat solid foods to get all of their extra nutrients. Your best friend is going to love it. And then they said, we're positive, but with B A W.
0: Yeah, this just seems kind of ridiculous because...
1: Of course it's ridiculous. That's how well, people make money of, off of, aunt, of dog owners.
0: I'm seeing a couple of uh, comments come through here at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Jess says, uh, yo, we've had folks coming in looking for it. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Janky asks, is it carbonated? Nobody needs a burping dog. Agree completely.
1: Oh my gosh, Ollie. Um, so we've talked about it before no, while. There's going to be a
0: bet though where somebody's going to drink this.
1: Oh yeah, that's you. Uh, Greg's yeah. roommate Chris, his dog Ollie, is the most hilarious burping dog because he burps and he sounds like a human.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. So I'll just Nobody be sitting there all with someone who's
1: like, Bleh. and I'm like, Greg, and I'll, I'll look and it's Ollie <laughs> sitting yeah. next to me. Just yeah. human burps coming out of a dog are... Regular human burps. Regular human burps coming out of a dog are both gross and hilarious. True, but gross more. So it doesn't say, it does not say anything about being carbonated. Uh, So they said the product, which is offered online, quickly sold out. I can't believe people actually went to Jess's store to buy it. That's awesome. Uh, So they are, uh, if you are interested, uh, you can be put on a waiting list while more of the product is being made. So they're calling it... uh, I
0: guess whatever makes people happy, but uh, man, that just seems like a weird thing to spend your money on.
1: Greg, animal owners, you know that we can be crazy and it's so easy to like make up something to separate an animal owner from their money.
0: That's true. I
1: mean, think of all the costumes and the knickknacks and all all sorts of things that you can buy.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like when you love your pet.
0: Well, you know that's what? fine. It's just that seems like to me, it's just like the dog's not going to enjoy that, but it's super expensive.
1: Oh, I bet it's... I didn't say it wasn't super expensive. I bet it is. But if it's like bone broth and all of those flavors... I'm sure a dog would love it. Oh, didn't, I'm sure a dog would love it. Didn't Chris buy something along these lines? It was that tiny little bottle, and then Ollie didn't drink it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's
1: And <laughs> it was like $16 for like a like a tiny, like almost like one-hour energy yeah, yeah. drink size.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. All right.
1: Okay, so that's a thing that's happening. Oh, shit. Just spilled you- coffee. Okay. Next up, headline reads... Detectives bust a thief for stealing nearly $300,000 worth of pistachios.
0: Okay. All right. So a whole lot of pistachios.
1: All right. Yes. Uh, There's a lot. Yeah. So this happened at the Tulare County in California Sheriff's Office after some of their detectives busted uh, what they describe as an elaborate scheme involving the theft of almost $300,000 worth of pistachios and a pair of stolen tractor trailers. That is a lot of pistachios because but I'm. Is it though? Because pistachios are really fucking expensive.
0: They are, but I mean, would you buy bootlegs? Is always the question. Would you buy bootleg pistachios?
1: Um, depending on well, no. no, I don't think I'd want if, if they were because they're like, still in the shell. They're still in the shell. However, when I, I've read the story, uh, they've taken them out of the packages.
0: <sighs> they repackaged they them. They repackaged them, but that's then want to repackage into like smaller bags.
1: You can, or else like you can maybe sell them in bulk. That's why I never get anything bulk oh. at the store. I'm not a bulk buyer, are really? you? No, never. I always feel like there'd be some be. kid's sticky little hands in there.
0: Uh, I used to be that person.
1: Oh, I never buy anything bulk. I put bulk. my
0: sticky hands in there.
1: Of course you did.
0: Grab a free little sample. Warrior. You are
1: exactly why I never <laughs> buy anything bulk.
0: I mean, you got to sample the wares before you purchase it. Yeah. I remember a lady like going off on me in college at Cub Foods in Corvallis. <laughs> because I was like, I was buying snacks for like an all-night study thing. I'd, I'd do that and like drink coffee all night and study. But I had to go get snacks first. And I'd be like, hmm, what are these snacks? And I'd do a little sample. be like, mm, no, I don't want that one. And I'd eventually buy enough to where I'm like, I feel like I've earned it. But I did that. And this lady was like, you're stealing. I'm going to tell the store. I'm like, hmm. You were stealing. Tell the store. No, I was sampling the wares. Does it so say free I,
1: samples on there? But
0: then I ended up purchasing something. It's not like I did it and didn't buy something. So I figured that, you know, I was I was allowed to just do a little goop.
1: Bing. sorry back to the beginning of what I was talking about the people who can um, then we'll go back to the pistachios I saw comment. comment um, about how people can get through the day without getting cuts or like scrapes or bruises mm-hmm. uh, Someone says, it sounds like me wearing white pants and keeping them clean that's another thing oh yeah no, I, can't I can't wear like that. beige pants I can't wear a white shirt. I was having a glass of wine last night, and I literally changed my shirt before I started having just one glass of wine because I knew that I was going to spill on it. Yeah. And I never did. I had a black, then I changed it to a black shirt, never spilled. But if I would have kept that white one on, oh, it would have been covered in it.
0: Uh, You can't see it right now, but I totally slapped coffee all over myself in this like whitish, pinkish shirt that I wore for Digital Trends this morning totally stop it was just below where the camera angle hit it so i didn't have to change (laughs) but i was walking back getting ready to sit down like well dumped all
1: over it oh yeah dumped all over no it's like i can't even wear light colored clothes because then that just always happens yeah So dark colors it is. All right, sorry, but back to the pistachios. Okay, so uh, at the sheriff's office, its detectives were called to Sutton Pistachio, where employees reported a significant theft of their packaged nuts. The Sutton workers said that someone had used the name of a real trucking company to pick up two tractor trailers worth of pistachios from the company. But instead of fulfilling the delivery order, the fake drivers took $294,000 worth of nuts to an abandoned property Shook all of the pistachios out of their packages. That's, that must have taken wait, a really so, long time. So
0: wait a minute. So it's $294,000 worth? Yes. And it's 300,000 pistachios?
1: Three, so it's almost $300,000 worth of pistachios. I think they rounded oh, up for okay. the- Oh, They didn't the, say the
0: actual how many pistachios.
1: They rounded up for the headline.
0: Gotcha. So specific- I would thought that was the actual number of pistachios taken. No. We don't have that number. I do not. I want Uh, to get a per pistachio cost to
1: see. $294,000 worth of nuts to an abandoned property, shook all the pistachios out of their packages, then sold them to an unsuspecting person in Madera County, California, wherever that is. So the nut thieves were eventually located. Nut thieves. Nut thieves. Were eventually located because the semi truck and the two trailers they'd swiped from the company had real time GPS. You should probably check for that. The detective, the trucking co- trunking company's owner, and four other law enforcement agencies were able to track down one of the suspects. So a 23-year-old Fresno man was arrested at his home and is facing charges of conspiracy, grand theft, identity theft, and looting. Uh, police officers expect to make additional arrests in the upcoming days. Uh, and most importantly, the cops were able to recover both trailers and all the pistachios. The
0: nut packages.
1: Yes. So they wrote, they didn't find the packages, but they found all the nuts that were taken out of the packages. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if you'd like to know a little bit of Sutton Pistachios, uh, they're the second largest pistachio processor in the United States. They can process more than 110 million pounds of pistachios thanks to its more than 10,000 acres of planted nuts. Nut packages. That's, that's your nut news.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> I'm not even going to try and pronounce this place.
0: Wait, I want you to try. You have to try.
1: Oh, I think I can get it. It's in Pennsylvania. North Catawba. Sauqua? I have no idea. Out of Pennsylvania. C A T A S A U Q U A. Catasauqua? That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. Catasauqua. That's how I go with it. North Catasauqua. Alright. Well out of Pennsylvania. Use Guys. That was my Pennsylvania accent.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Use so. guys.
1: Let's see, so this happened in a, Pens- a Pennsylvania pizza shop. Uh after this, so this man Wooder.
0: There's another one. Wooder? Wooder.
1: Wooder? I need a glass of water. Is that what they say in Pennsylvania?
0: Mm hmm. Philly, anyway. I need a glass of water. Is that water? Mm hmm.
1: Uh oh.
0: Wooder. Wooder. Get some yinglings.
1: All right. A man has been arrested after he decided to run off with a tip jar from a Pennsylvania pizza shop after he had just finished up <laughs> filling out a resume for a job at it. Oh, man. Oh, the Baby Genius this is happens out there. so often. I know. And this is a new story, too. I made sure. So this is Nicholas Mark, 22 years old, old enough to know better, had just applied for a job at the establishment, leaving his name and contact information. So this is Pizza Dioro in North Katsukwa. Sure. Katsukwa. Told authorities, yes, that Mark came into the shop to apply, but at one point snatched the tip jar off the counter and ran, offside, or ran outside. Excuse me. The worker said he set off in pursuit, but backed off when the suspect produced a knife. The suspect then ran into the woods near the parking lot with the jar, which authorities say they uh, contained two hundred and twenty dollars. Good for them. It's a nice day of yeah, tips. Yeah, they
0: got stolen though. But
1: he got to get it back. Uh, well, his backpack was found because he had abandoned ban- it, um, containing multiple items bearing his name as well as items wow. associated with drugs in the restaurant. Um, so they with drugs. Okay, somebody wrote this poorly. This is the, this is a run-on sentence that is written incorrectly. His backpack was found containing multiple items bearing his name, as well as items associated with drugs in the restaurant. <laughs> huh. I think the emphasis would be, uh, as well as items associated associated with drugs inside the restaurant.
0: Oh, so he was doing drugs in the restaurant, or no, he they was selling drugs. Found his backpack drugs.
1: full of drugs in the restaurant. Okay, after he had stolen the tip jar. Gotcha. And since he had applied for the job and filled out all the paperwork, the staff also had his name and phone numbers. Uh, The pizza shop employee and other witnesses were able to pick out uh, Nicholas Mark out of a photo lineup. He was arrested in charges of robbery, theft, possession of a weapon, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. All right, this is the story that I'm most excited about. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Trina, I'm looking at you, too. Thanks for thinking of me. The candy maker... Behind Jelly Belly, are you a jelly candy person?
0: I mean, I went through a Jelly Belly phase. I'm sure, like everybody, when Jelly Belly first came out. But
1: I'm not really a jelly bean person. I'm not really a gummy uh, candy person.
0: I'm not. I'm not too much either. Um, you know, Jelly Belly every now and then, sure. All right. Not the gross flavors, though. Not the butter flavors. Those are gross.
1: Oh, I like those. Oh, the, the butter ones. Oh, those so are gross. so good. Oh no. Oh, huh? I really like that one. They're weird too because it's like a weird flavor, and then when you grind them, it's kind of like you know all that granulated sugary stuff in your teeth, and it's just a weird tasting flavor because it's almost like that it. slight saltiness to it.
0: The butter popcorn, the chocolate flavored ones—that's a—that's a pass for me.
1: I don't like chocolate
0: in a jelly bean. I don't know why. This doesn't seem to work for me.
1: I don't like gu- like jelly beans. I guess are fine in small products. I don't like gummy things like gummy bears, um, gummy worms, anything gummy. Just I'm yeah. Jelly beans aren't necessarily a little, gummy, though. They're not. They're I think a I, soft candy, but they're, they're not a gummy they're candy. They're soft. That's true. So I, I think I prefer soft to gummy, but I'm not really a gummy person. Mm. Can't do hard candies either.
0: No, well, that's because of your... My
1: weird fear of choking. Yes.
0: Yes. See, I'll take a good hard candy. Pass the time.
1: I like mine squishy and chewy.
0: But I thought you just said you didn't like them. Squishy and chewy. You just no, I don't you like, like Gummy. Them. Oh, you don't like gummy, but yeah. you like soft candies.
1: I like soft candies. Like, you know what I love that nobody else loves? Or maybe other people do, but I, love, I fucking love circus peanuts. Ew, no. Oh. Those weird marshmallow things? Yes, I love anything marshmallowy like that ah. texture, but not peeps. Not that kind of marshmallow-y. I was going to
0: say, that's a peep. peep no, right peeps that are
1: completely different. Peeps are like actual, I don't know, like the granulated, like sugar on the outside, and like the taffy tappy like marshmallow. I like, like, the, the soft... Like chewy, like just it just kind of goes and just go with one bite, and it's just like biting delicious oh, yeah. candy air.
0: I'm not a big marshmallow. I mean, I don't have any problem with them, but I'm not a big marshmallow person. What about candy corns? Where do you
1: fall on that? Oh, I like candy corns. Okay. I like the candy corn pumpkins, though. Oh, those yeah. Are my the, yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite. Those are good. My mom always buys those and fills candy dishes every year yeah. <laughs> full of them. The and then they're still around right. by Christmas, and my sister and I totally eat all of them. Yeah. She puts them out for Halloween. Those things last forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true.
1: I don't even know if she refills them now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know if they're just from, if they're always there. Probably the same ones. I think they're always there.
0: Why would she buy new ones?
1: It's true, because they're going to be eaten eventually. Yeah, it's just candy. It's not going to go bad. I
0: mean. I used to keep my candy for months at a time.
1: I I know. You seem like very much a hoarder.
0: I did. I hoarded it all, and then I would lord it over my brother whenever, because he'd go through his candy like quick, and then I would have it for trades later on because I didn't care that much I'd like I'd like a little bit of candy but it wasn't like going nuts with it so I'd be fine just like squirreling it away and then using it as as a bartering for Jeff <laughs> like, hey how much you, how, how much you want for that G.I. Joe I'll give you
1: three jolly ranchers
0: yeah well it would be various bargains but yeah mm-hmm. make them do like chores <gasps> or something
1: interesting Tony in the chat says he knows a person that likes to toast peeps like a regular marshmallow. It's a monster. That's actually... I would probably eat that. If it was like an orange-flavored one or something, then you toast it and put some chocolate and graham crackers.
0: Oh, no. Thank you. That
1: sounds good. Make it a s'more. You should try it. I think that's the only way I would ever be able to eat peeps.
0: Is if they're toasted?
1: Yeah, that sounds really good, actually. Well, now you got something okay. to try. All right. Back to the story. So yes. the candy maker behind Jelly Belly um, is now hosting a treasure hunt a la Willy Wonka, where the winner... Wins the Jelly Belly Candy Factory. Wait, you win the factory? The man behind the Jelly Belly name is hosting a series of cash prize treasure hunts around the country before his retirement. Anyone who participates could be eligible to search for the ultimate treasure, which is the key to one of his candy factories. He's going
0: full Willy Wonka. That's amazing. Yes. That's awesome.
1: So, uh, David Klein... So he is uh, the candy maker, and his partner have traveled around the country hiding what they call gold-style tickets in the form of necklaces in places they come across with an interesting story. So Klein, who is the original developer of the Jelly Belly branding, sold his stake in the company 40 years ago. Uh, so So those who wish to participate will need to pay an entry fee of about $50 to receive a clue in their state. Each treasure hunt is limited to a thousand participants. The first clue will be released on Georgia in Georgia on September 30th, with more being revealed in other states in the following months. So they're going to have the ultimate treasure hunt, where the you pay fifty
0: bucks each time.
1: Uh, no, I think in, in your state. So you pay. What does the fifty bucks go to? I, I don't know. To enter, there are entry fees for things. Sometimes
0: Yeah, fair. All okay. right.
1: It says, um, yeah, it says, we're going to have the ultimate treasure hunt where the winner will be receiving a key to one of our candy factories, who David Klein, and then it says, who was known as the Candyman. Do you think he gave himself that name? He totally gave himself that name. Probably.
0: They called me the Candy Candyman.
1: Uh, he said, we're looking for you, Charlie, in a nod to uh, Roald Dahl's classic novel, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So uh, several headlines across the nation have implied that the winner would get keys to a Jelly Belly factory. Uh, even though he hasn't been associated with it for years, so he says he came up with the name Jelly Belly, but he's go- it's gonna be his own personalized candy factory. So you can run your so he's
0: So it'd be like a separate separate one.
1: Yes, yeah, so let's see. Jelly Belly Candy Okay, yep, so let's see. So it says he's opening a candy factory.
0: Do you but own- the company
1: is saying that it isn't associated with him, but he's saying that he's gonna that if you win this, you can get a Jelly Belly candy factory. Huh? So maybe he's just going to make it full of like random other candies, and then you just get to have the candy factory. That's still cool. That would be super cool. Uh, so not very many details exist right now, about what the factory winner will receive, um, though re- reports indicate that your candy factory will exist in Florida, so you'd have to <laughs> for i mean, if you want to live in Florida and run a candy factory, there could be worse things.
0: Yeah, I'm not opposed to this.
1: I wish they would actually do, like, legit golden tickets. That would be
0: amazing. Well, it looks like it says gold. The necklace has gold written on it.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yep, Mike says Candyman is Butterman's even creepier cousin. Correct.
0: Gold ticket in the form of a necklace. And I think it says gold ticket on it.
1: Yeah, it says the gold ticket. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so if you want to participate in that scavenger hunt, just... Google this story and I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Let us know if you win. Yeah, especially if you live in Georgia. I guess that's where it's kicking off. So I want to know. They call me the Candy Man. Don't. All right. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy.
0: Excellent world of crazy. Thank you. It was. (laughs) Thank you. Um, All right.
1: All right. Where do we go from here?
0: I think we've concluded with what we can do here
1: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but here's the thing i want to say thank you to everybody who's listening in to fun employment well, Radio. and me
1: too you should say we We want to say thank you
0: i assumed that you did as well we want to say thank you <laughs> to everyone who tunes into fun employment radio so um yeah you're all awesome yeah we're sorry Appreciate that
1: the, the schedule has been so topsy-turvy again it's just it has
0: been yeah it, you know it, nothing's it may, normal right now we're,
1: we're fighting for normalcy yeah here's hoping
0: Yep, things are just, you know, things are what they are, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we are here, and- And uh, please stay safe, and and we're thinking
1: about all of you, and remember that it's okay Wherever you are. And remember, it's okay to like not feel okay all the time, and that doesn't, you know, it's not a bad thing. Sometimes it's, you should feel how you feel, because sometimes it just feels like shit, and it feels better just kind of get it out. Like, even today, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was upset and crying before the show, and you know what? Talking with y'all made me feel better. Yeah, and I'm not shitting you. Like, yeah, I feel a thousand times better now than I did before. So, and that's because of you. So, thank you for sure.
0: Yeah, hundred <sighs> percent. Um, yeah. Everybody, stay safe and as as stay please safe do, as you please can. do. And uh, and yeah, that's what we got.
1: I can't wait to see what fresh scrapes I'm gonna get. In the second half of my day. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's plenty I'm more very, ahead. Very classy over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, seriously, sincerely, thank, thank you. you. and uh, And we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of
1: radio.com. Bye, Bye, everybody. Friends.